Hello, welcome to Perspective. I'm your host, Rainy Sisak, and today is, well, the last day of April. Autism Awareness Month started April 2nd, but we're going to do an episode for you, and I'm with my uh, mom. Hi, Rainy. Hello. And so, we're just going to be talking about this Autism Awareness Month, learning learn a couple of new facts along the way, and so... Let's get to the questions. Yeah, um, really, uh, the questions. I actually do have a few questions for you, Ephraim. I'm so glad that we're back here, you know, on this last uh, day of April. So Autism Awareness Month is April in the United States. So talk to us a little bit, Ramey. When did autism awareness begin? Uh, it started in 1970. Ah, is it, was it an organization? Or the uh, society. Okay. Okay. So autism, like autism awareness society, something like that. So 1970. Actually, that's the year I was born, everyone. 1970 is a good, 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 good year. So, Ramey, over the years, the awareness of autism has grown exponentially. So more and more people are aware. However, around the world, what we've noticed is that there's still a great number of people that are unaware of how autism affects our population. Can you give us some a little bit of some st- statistics uh, regarding autism? Yeah, it's like uh, seven, seven, it's one of 50, 53 children that have autism that have one out, mm. one out of 53. So for every 53 children, there there's at least one that will have autism or be on the autism spectrum. Yes. Okay, okay. And so with that, Ephraim, um, so out of 53 children that were born and the time you were born, you are one of those, you're in that statistics that um, – has been diagnosed with on the autism um, spectrum and being diagnosed with autism. And again, like we spoke in our, in a, a few other podcasts, you know, the spectrum is very, very wide. Right. Yes. And so talk about, um, for you, uh, just a little bit about autism. Um, is is everyone the same? You know, all those children are every uh, are all the people on the autism spectrum the same? What are some of the things that go along with someone that's on the spectrum? It's, it's kind of different because I guess it's like different different levels, different. Uh, there's a different. Uh, oh, I just put out the words. It's got different. Well, vasty. Just uh, there's different types. Mm. Just like uh, we're not all the same. Sure, sure. So, so with some of the sensory things, right? So for some um, people that are on the spectrum, loud noises might be something that really disturbs them, or some people might have, um, you know, the level of lights might disturb them or simply being around a big crowd overstimulation and things like that right so so it's very different 
Yes, it's very different. Mm. So it's like very hard, especially when you're outside, mm. because you're kind of like getting everything. It's like everything you're getting it. It's like everything at one time. Mm, mm. And we're gonna go into that in just a little bit, right? Just kind of some of the uh, things that a person with autism may experience, right? So. Before we jump into that, though, Ephraim, tell us a little bit about, for you, when did you get interested in educating people on autism, and, and how and when did you begin this this journey? Uh, when I was about like, 15 years old, I start, had my uh, first, uh, well, podcast, not podcast, presentation. Your presentation, uh-huh, uh-huh. But I had my first presentation in April. And I kept on doing it ever since, and so I've been doing it for about six years now. Hmm. And so it's been quite the journey. So now I'm just going towards uh, this teaching more people. Hopefully, this is like educating, as my mouth said, is hmm. educating the people to be more aware. Okay, okay. So let's talk about that a little bit. Talk a little bit about some of your presentations. Um, you have done presentations. Um, here in the United States, and yes. you've also you're also international. You've mm-hmm. you've done some presentations overseas, and let's talk about that a little bit. What are some of your um, most memorable moments in presenting um, regarding autism? Probably in uh, last year April. I mean, it was pre- it was an interesting month for me, and so I mean, it was the first time I train uh, people to become uh, representatives, and so I had a celebration, and there was a lot. Of, that's probably one of the, like the one of the moments of uh, last year April. Mm, okay, so that's one of your most memorable. Uh, let's let's jump into that. You know, what overseas, um, you did, you did, you trained um, different people to be representatives during the month of April. And let's talk about that. Um, what type of training did you do? Well, I didn't really do training. It was more of a kind of like giving them the view of what autism is. But obviously, I wasn't taking it as seriously as I want as I wanted to. And so it's like I was giving them a conversation, like improv, like how to do the how to do do this when you approach or what to say if someone talks to you about oh, okay. about it. And so. Okay. So um so what's some of the things you did? Like uh for a person that said, Yes, I wanna be an advocate, there are some steps you took, there's some things you did for those people, um, to help them be ready in case someone asks them. Yeah, for like when they're ready. And so I gave them uh, a puzzle piece pen that mm-hmm. says autism. Mm-hmm. And then well, first we made the DIY with the, with so the DIY, the DIY, the do-it-yourself pens, right? We did those. Yes, yes, yes. I say right. It's all good. Yeah, well, it's get, all good. They get the picture. Yes. But we got some uh, uh, small, really small clothes pens. Mm-hmm. And then we got a puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. Or like, this a puzzle. And then we drew, drew we wrote, uh, Ask, mm-hmm. which is autism, 
was it spectrum? Mm-hmm. Knowing? Knowledge. You have knowing knowledge. knowledge. Yep. No, knowledge. So ask. That's right. So, so we got that. I gave that to my uh, to my representatives, and then and then uh, our pens from. Uh, we ordered some pens. Uh, we pens. won't say from where. Well, I mean, I we, we won't I, say from where. I mean, I don't wear, but okay. Mm-hmm. But it took a while, but we got them. So when the people would wear those pens that said "Ask Autism Spectrum Knowledge," right? So someone would ask them, "Hey, what's that pen?" What? You know, the lapel pen. And so then your advocates could express to them some things um, about autism, right? Uh-huh. So I mean, my experience, I didn't really get access much because. I was I just was doing my own thing each day, mm. and so yeah. So in Taiwan, you you had a you have the representatives, but then you also during the month of April you had an autism um, awareness celebration. Yes. Why did you call it a celebration? Because it's a celebrating the month of April for autism. Mm-hmm. And uh, in celebrating, and I was thinking too, a celebration of the accomplishments from where you began as a mother. I watched this these things happen, and here you are now internationally exp- um, expounding on autism. And so it was a, really a celebration of people being different on the, in respect to, um, say, you know, other people, right? And so it was a celebration of just who you are and who. Um, the people are that are on the autism spectrum. So let's talk about some of those things we did at that celebration. Um, so you did some of your occupational therapy, OT yes. games, and experiences. So let's talk a little bit about that. Well, for OT, we had these uh, this ball puzzle game mm-hmm. where it's kind of like you have, you get uh, like a picture pattern, and they got copy it, and under the, the balls were like little holes that you put your finger. So like the hand game. Yeah, hand mm-hmm. game. And you, it takes motor skills. So yes, yes. That's that's what we kind of increased increased on for me. Mm-hmm. So so part of your OT at home, being part of your homeschooling curriculum, and then some of the things we would do was working on your fine motor skills, mm-hmm. also um, hand-eye coordination, right? And so we had the people that came to our celebration experience that a little bit. Yes. Let's, uh, let's talk about some other OT things that we did in that celebration to help them experience some of the things that you had to work on as far as developing your fine and gross motor skills. Well, we had mazes. Mm-hmm. And then we had this, uh, we put tape on the floor with, with different patterns. And so I would jump in each, well, pattern mm-hmm. in different ways to um, uh, practice my uh uh, balance. Practice your balance. And sometimes we still have to practice your balancing, right? Yes. You know, you're 19, but still those gross motor skills and balancing is something that is a part of uh, of your autism is, you know, is that, but that's not for everyone. Now, for you, there's another thing. There's some things that are very hard for you sensory-wise. Like, talk about that. Like, um, some of the clothes you don't 
really care to wear and some of the things you don't really care to touch as far as food and things like that. Talk about that a little bit. Uh, I don't really like, I don't like jeans. They just don't, I don't like the texture of jeans. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just, I don't like them. Sure, sure. And then I don't eat, I don't eat, I don't eat stuff that kind of makes, it's just the feeling like eat stuff I don't like. Right. It's more the texture. So, so what did you have up there for, at the celebration for the people to experience? Well, we had our OT stuff. Right, so we had the jeans. Yeah, well, not the jean jeans, just right, the picture. Right, and then we had the tomatoes. Yeah. Because that's a big one. You don't like the feeling and the texture of tomatoes, right? Yeah. And then what, let's talk about the, the, the sensory overload. You know, you talked about it a little earlier where when you're outside, you really are experiencing everything where I can, you know, kind of focus on um, just like I can read outside or something like that and I can uh, I have the ability to uh, make my mind ignore the other sounds that are out there right the trucks that are going past and things like that but for someone on the autism spectrum sometimes that's a little bit more difficult yeah right okay so talk about how we made that sensory um, example for our celebration when we we're in Taiwan well we had our laundry room that was pretty small mm -hmm. so you felt pretty uh, claustrophobic uh-huh and then we had the washing machine going the water going then we had a speaker that was playing well murmuring voices uh -huh. like, like a crowd and then we turn on the washing machine and then we do that and then on the outside of the door there's like these ridges mm -hmm. so it'd be playing down the ridges and making noise and then when they are ready to come out that we uh we video them and ask them how did you feel like really how did you feel yeah so so on the door so there's just a lot of things going on in that laundry room right so it was small so very closed in space then the water running the noise on the big speaker the lights going on and off and somebody with a spoon going up and down those ridges on that door oh i think remember we had the xylophone too and somebody was playing the the little yeah, xylophone the oh xylophone. my goodness so much noise so what were some of the things that people said when they came out of that accessory overload room yeah some said they were like they're they're they came out crying because they were scared mm. some said uh, they wanted to punch some someone mm -hmm. Some felt like really cautious mm -hmm. and anxiety. Anxiety, yes, yes. So for you, Raimi, do you ever feel those things, those ways sometimes, that way sometimes when you are around or in, you are in situations where there are a lot of people, where there's a lot of noise or certain lights and things like that? Did you understand when those people came out and they were saying that, how they felt? Ha have you experienced some of those feelings? Yes, but I train myself to just know when I had enough. Mm, yes, yes, yes. But, uh, yes, you have. And we've worked hard at helping you to know when you to, to excuse yourself so that you can um, regulate yourself again. But I think and when I watched, I, I, I really believe that the people really got an idea of what it will feel like to work with that every day. Do you feel like they got a better understanding to 
and to edu- in that part of the education and the, in that celebration, do you feel they got a better understanding on how to help someone that they know that's on the autism spectrum? Yeah, I, I think they they got new knowledge. They I think they got it, and so I think it really helps so many people. So many people don't really know about it, but it's it's good for them to increase their well knowledge. Mm, absolutely. So, Ramy, you know, as we're wrapping it up here right now, how? Could you further encourage or explain uh, regarding autism to someone? How could someone um, uh, get in contact with you or things like that? Because I know that um, sitting down or just talking with you or doing a Zoom or something with you, just talking about autism, just a little bit more from your perspective, uh, can really help further the education of, of someone. How, how could someone get in touch with you? Well, I have a uh, Instagram page, well, not page, an uh, account okay. called uh, Perspective Podcast 2020. Okay, okay. So you can DM me questions, follow the podcast Instagram account. Okay. And I try to get out as many interesting facts. Sure, sure. What about your email? Because could they contact you via email? Well, I mean, I have two, and so I don't see why not. All right. So you can uh, contact me at ramycstack at gmail.com if you want any questions or really if you want if you want somebody to do a presentation. Hmm. Uh, I can be. I'll, I'll be willing to do a presentation for whoever sure. wants to learn. Sure. Okay. You know, I. You know, uh, actually, I remember I. I got up, or it was one night I was getting ready for bed, and you had someone. She's actually from the Philippines, but she's living in Taiwan, and you had scheduled, and she just wanted to know some information about autism, and so you did a little class with her. Yeah, so she wrote down some questions, and some of the questions were just like, she was just winging it. Okay. A, a couple of questions. Sure. And I got her questions down, and and so I answered the best I could, and it really worked out. Oh, that's awesome. So really answering from your perspective, right? Yes. Okay, because talking with someone else on the autism spectrum, they might have a different perspective, right? Yes. However, learning um, more will help the other people, the people that are not on the autism spectrum, get a better perspective of how it may be for someone that is living a life with autism, right? Yes. Yeah, so great, so great. So a lot of training and um, educating going on, so exciting. And also, I think, Ramy, if it's okay with you, I, I can give my email out if there's a mom out there or a dad that wants to, a parent that has some questions, a guardian or someone that has some questions on, um, you know, just what it's like um, helping someone on their journey that um, one of their children are walking with autism. Yes. You know, they can reach out to me as well. Um, I don't have any of those social media accounts. However, I do have an email, and that's just simply Grace at Gmail. And you can contact me, and, yeah, and we can just help educate you or those that are listening on anything that they would want, um, just from our perspective, actually. So, so Ramey, um, I'm excited. I'm excited. Yes, April, Autism Awareness Month. But what would your word of encouragement be, Ramey, to someone right now? April's, it, we're at the last day of April. 
Do they stop being aware of autism? What do they do, Rain? Well, they'll still be aware. Hmm. How can they do that? Oh, just just looking out for the signs. Hmm. And just just having the knowledge of just knowing. And and how do they do that, Ramey? By listening to this podcast. Yeah, listening to this podcast and the other podcasts that you have. You know, you have other podcasts where we've uh, done some interviews. You've done interviews uh-huh. with um with me. You've done an interview with your father. You've done an interview with your brother and um, a couple brothers. And then um and then I think you have one on there with a friend, right? Did you do a friend yet on there? No. Okay, but that's coming up. So they can go back and listen to those podcasts as well. Okay. Awesome, awesome. Well, Ramey, I appreciate you allowing me to be a part of this with you and Autism Awareness Month. Looking forward to what next month is going to entail and the rest of this year regarding edu- educating and, and helping people to stay aware as they walk this life out and being aware of the people that may be a little bit different than them. And so... Saying goodbye. So, thank you, Mom, for being on this episode. You're welcome. And so, share this podcast, listen to all of them, and we'll see you on the next episode. Signing off.